The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Hey, hey, you should listen to Cold Read Radio because we read cold works. Well, we read well, we cold read works we read by you. Reads. Yes, we read cold reads by you, the the writer. We want you to send in your work and the listener. Yeah, and the listener. We can do anything: pilots, yeah. screenplays, poems, short stories, sketches. Uh, sexual erotic fan fiction. All right, that's Matt's wish. It's going to happen. Um, but please submit them to submission at coldreadradio.com. That's submission, not, not plural, plural, at coldreadradio.com. I'm recording. Okay, great. <laughs> we don't want to, like, not warn you. <laughs> so I start spilling my deepest, darkest secrets. You can do that. I already do that on yeah, the air. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what you keep off the air. No, I do. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you know, this stuff I don't talk about. Yeah. Um, how has your weekend been so far? It's been good. I've been dog sitting, so I've been playing with little curbs. Arf, arf. Yeah, so it's been a good time. Um, though I did cry a lot at the episodes that we had to watch. I... And Kirby came over and like tried to comfort Aww. me. <laughs> it was really sweet. I was like, I'm not crying for real things. It's fictional. <laughs> it's okay. I was um like laying on my side watching yeah. the episode and the tears were like going oh, like doing no. that thing where they go over the bridge <laughs> of your nose into like your other eye and I was just like ah <laughs> I cried um I cried in both of these episodes. Yes. I mean, yeah, they're both really tough. They're re- weighty. They're <laughs> Gosh, we're really good at this. <laughs> yeah, no, uh they are heavy mm-hmm. and our characters are in this like real crisis yeah which i think the stakes haven't mm-hmm. felt like that for a while in terms of like feeling like buffy may not be able to win yeah and buffy believing she couldn't win like uh I, you know there's prophecy girl obviously mm-hmm. the end of the first season has that um when she died the first time she dies mm-hmm. um when she knows that she has to kill angel mm-hmm. i feel like there's certain moments where they're like she has to make the toughest choice that, like, an unimaginable choice. Mm-hmm. And season four didn't really have any of that. Because the stakes, like, even though there were, like, throwaway statements of, like, I don't think I can beat Adam. Yeah. I, the stakes were never really that high. Or no. at least we as the audience never bought yeah, them you didn't at believe all. it. Because it wasn't the end of the world that was going to happen. Like, no. was it? What was going to even happen? I don't even he remember. He was going to turn four. dead body. He was going to oh, make right, more Adams. Yeah, he was going to make an army. But even so, yeah. And she did dispose of him, you know, fairly easily. Yeah. I don't know. She had to get the first layer. Anyway, it feels like, and I guess graduation also has that epic feel yeah. with the mayor. Yeah. But so this is, it's been a long time since we had that that huge feeling that that this that Buffy might not be able to to succeed yeah and we haven't like it at least has not been outwardly demonstrated by Buffy the like complete shutdown or like um just just the idea of like I really can't do this because even in all the other things like it was very like I'm gonna rally the troops like we're gonna go Mm -hmm. fight this thing and it was even if there were moments of doubt they were like gone in an instant with like, okay, but I have to like do this thing. Yeah. Whereas this is like, uh, this is just the straw that not even really a straw. It's like the log that breaks the yeah. camel's back. Well, and I think that she's really depressed. In I was to- getting so many. I was yeah. like depression, depression, she's depressed. Depression. I mean, she gives a whole speech to Giles about how life is hopeless. There mm-hmm. is nothing good ahead. And all she's going to do for the rest of her life is lose things. And it feels like when I am in my deepest, yeah, that's what depression depression. is. When you see no hope, Mm -hmm. that no hope equals dope, equals depression. 
Welcome to another episode of Hellmouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm the other co-host, Ryan Mogi. Yay! Yay! And today we're talking about the last two episodes of season five, The Weight of the World and The Gift. Mm-hmm. Um, season, the end of season five is a huge landmark in the series. Yes. Um, they're the 99th and 100th episodes. Mm-hmm. They're the last episodes on the WB. Mm-hmm. They are episodes that lead to Buffy sacrificing her life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of the other thing. There's other Well, stuff. there are episodes that were, when they were being made, thought to be the end of the series. Right. And it is, I love watching the these episodes with that in yes. mindset because it makes it really good. Yeah. It works as a series finale a lot. A lot. And um, we were kind of touching on how, so Buffy is like depressed. Mm-hmm. And I was like exactly what you were mentioning, Ryan, how it was like um, when she's like, is it just fighting always? It's just yeah. never going to end. And that is like when I'm like, not that this is the same, but like when I mean, I'm essentially like, you're Buffy, <laughs> well, you're uh, <laughs> when I'm in my worst, like or when I'm just like in the worst parts of depression where I'm like, like just literally staring at a wall do it cannot do anything yeah um there are points where like if i get myself to go take a shower i'll be like if i'm like looking thinking about shaving my legs yep i'll just be like why it's just gonna grow back yeah like there's like no reason to do this and it's a very like there's no reason to do anything because it's just gonna be horrible always yep. and i think we've seen buffy kind of dancing around on the edge of that at times like mm-hmm. there have been times where she's just been like is this it? Like, I'm always going to be fighting. But then she'll always rationalize in her head and be like, well, that's what it is. It's fighting all the time. And yeah. it's like in that episode with her and Angel where mm-hmm. she's like, "Fight, fighting is hard, but that's what we do all yeah. the time. But then this is kind of like, I mean, God, like, she's lost her mom. Um, she's been just like bested by Gloria at every turn. And mm-hmm. now her one thing that she has left to really protect, which is Dawn, is taken from her. Yes. Ugh. Okay. Okay. And there's a lot in these episodes, and so we're going to get to it all. So mm-hmm. this is not chronological. What do you think about the speech where Buffy says, Dawn is me? <sighs> okay. Well, knowing, having seen the episodes yeah, again, right. I was like, it is so obvious. I was like, yes, we know what's going to happen. And I don't know. I've seen this show so many times mm-hmm. now. I cannot remember how it was the first time I watched yeah. it. I don't know if I would have called it. Sure. But I was like, it is like when she's like, she's me. I was like, okay. They used my blood to build her. Yeah. They the monks used me to make Dawn the key. I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's you. Yeah, so you're the way you can close. Um for me, it always strikes me when she says that. Like, Buffy, this is another example of you being so selfish. Mm-hmm. Like the reason Dawn's worth saving isn't that it's your sister, isn't it Joyce loved Dawn mm-hmm. and wanted Dawn to be saved? Isn't it? Isn't that it's your duty to protect your family? It's that Dawn is a part of you. Mm-hmm. You can't kill a part of you. What? How about this person? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's like so many shades of less selfish that it could have been. Because I feel like she could have been like, because even this is kind of selfish. But my thought was, because I, I kind of forgot all the details of her yeah. speech. But I thought she might have been like, she's like the only part of my mom I have left. 100%. Um, <clears throat> She's my only family. Yeah. She's... You know, you guys are my friends, but she's my family. She is like, cause, and maybe that's what Buffy means when she says she is me. But it sounds like she's saying 
um, I don't want any of my blood to get spilled. Yeah. And my blood is living in Dawn right now. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little I don't know. Every time I see that speech, and Sarah Michelle Gellar kills it, but every time I'm like, ah, Yeah. I feel like you're I guess they're choosing to hit the plot point harder. Yeah. They just want to make sure that like if you watch it again, you'd be like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. They did give me a warning. <laughs> but at the same time, we have uh, I, Anthony Stewart Head's performance Ooh. in these two episodes is tremendous. Yeah. Um, when he's arguing with her and when he stands up and he's like, this absolutely is the way it has to go. Where it's like, killing her is the way to stop this. Yep. And he's also, it's like the full, gosh, it's hard not to talk about this like a series finale. But it's like a full arc of Giles. Because when he meets her, he treats her like a child. Mm-hmm. He treats her, he protects her from things. He's not always straight. He's not very honest with her, mm-hmm. even through to the third season. But now he treats her like a peer. Mm-hmm. And he's mad at her. He's mad and honest. Yes. Like he's not pulling any punches with her. Yeah. Um, and that's so, yeah, it was just so powerful to see him. Yeah. To see him say, you got to, we have to kill Don. That's mm-hmm. the answer. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. I mean, I like, I think I would have killed Don. If I were looking at it that way, like if I were not Buffy, yeah. if I were like in Giles's position, like mm-hmm. I would definitely still have that feeling where I'd be like, it has to be done. Like the entire world is going to suffer forever and ever and ever if this person isn't killed. And that sucks for Don because I think I would have tried to kill Ben earlier. Oh, I yeah, mean, I actually don't ben, know. But like if I was Spike, I would have tried to kill Ben like so fa- like as soon as I knew it was Ben, I'd be like, fucking get him to be Ben and kill Ben. Yeah, kill Ben. Done. Kill Ben. Done. But yes, if you can't kill Ben, yeah. which the only person who can apparently is Giles. <laughs> that was like when Xander was like, well, we can just kill Ben. And then he's like, I can't believe I'm saying that. I was like, what do you mean you can't, can't believe, believe you're saying, saying that? that? Just kill Ben. Just kill Ben. Especially because. My God. At, okay. Now we have, because of the, the events of Weight of the World, mm-hmm. know that Ben has gone evil. Has chosen yeah. his own survival over being a good person. Mm-hmm. So we know that. They don't know that. Right. They know Ben is a good person. Yeah, they just think he's a nice doctor. Nice doctor who did save Giles' life. Yeah. But yeah, I would kill Ben. Yeah. But again, I know Ben. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Glory's black jumpsuit is bomb. Like, Dude, can I go to American her, Apparel right now and buy one her, for 50% off? I love that. She looked great. So gorgeous. She looked amazing. And then like that cloak thing she was wearing was like so cool. Yep. I loved it. Also, when we're seeing Glory kind of, uh, you know, she's, like, starting to crack and mm-hmm. starting to bleed into Ben a little mm-hmm. bit. And we have, like, that uh, handheld camera, which is, yes. like, very shaky. So it's very, I don't know, it feels, like, voyeuristic but also, like, uncertain, mm-hmm. which is, like, exactly – I mean, we're seeing this person that was always re- very strong or this yeah. entity crack. yeah. Which she did an amazing job. And mm-hmm. I got to say, every time they went back and forth between Ben and Glory, I was like, she is out acting him mm-hmm. so hard. Yeah. I don't know how what he what his audition was. I don't know what <laughs> scene his audition was. I mean, we have yet to see it. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Unless his audition scene was like, I'm a dopey doctor. Yeah. Let me get you a lollipop. Yeah. Because he's good at that. Great. But like, no, like how, mm. I don't know how he got this job. I mean, I'm not a great that. actress. I shouldn't get that job either, but that... <laughs> But I think yeah. you could outact Ben. I thank think you, you could be. A I mean, I was ben. sort of fishy for that, but yes, yeah, thank like, you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not really a compliment to me as much as it's an insult to Ben. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. Uh, you got to go. <laughs> or, I mean, thank God. 
I mean, thank God. He's he dead. He's dead. Um, also, okay, we also have the arc in these two episodes of Spike. Oh, this should have been the series finale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I know. it shouldn't have. There's no, there's good stuff in season six and seven, but because we get both like the reason Spike is gross and why Spike can make people swoon in these two episodes. Yep. Because we have the like Buffy, you know, Buffy likes it rough. Mm-hmm. But he says in front of her friends. <laughs> and when she's like, I love you all. And he's like, all of us. And everyone's like, can you shut up? <laughs> Especially because you could have just quietly in your head been like, she yes. loves me. Yeah. You don't need. You don't need to say that. But that's the thing. It's his annoying thirst. Like, he's so thirsty. still see his like pathetic human uh-huh. self there. Oh, my God. When he is at the door, he makes such a big deal. I can't. You can just yeah. pass them through the door to me. I know. It's he's like, like, oh, geez. throwing himself. I know. <laughs> and when she's like, you can come in, he's like, fuck you. But in his outside, he's like, oh, oh, oh okay. Thank you. That feels nice. <laughs> it's so lovely to be within yeah. the walls of your home. Um, uh, But I did like that moment on when she's on the stairs. Yeah. Oh, it's a great moment. I loved that. And he like, and that was where I was like, this is why. Yeah. This is why I like Spike. Yeah. And that's the moment that like launched a thousand ships, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the moment. Because he is honest and tender with her. And doesn't and expect anything from her. Yep. He's not asking He's for a, He opens it with, I know you'll never love me. I know I'm a monster, but you treat me like a man. And then when she's like, you need to watch, you need to take care of Dawn for mm-hmm. me if I don't, because not all of us are going to make it. And he's like, of course. And he's saying, until the end of the world, even if it's today. Yeah. Oh, and then... I guess in my mind, I see these so as a piece. So I'm just like going. Through I know I keep going. Yeah. Um, but if we keep going with Spike, the next big, I feel like big moment is him on the uh, skyscraper what the, or not. What that tower. That, tower thing. Yeah. On the tower thing. Uh, making eye contact with Don in the moment he realizes that he can't save her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I think that's part of this. I was definitely crying at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and then that fucking Robert Durst looking uh, demon dude. Yeah, he just like pushes. But like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, just like because Dawn knows, like they both know mm-hmm. that Spike's not gonna be able to save her. No, and then he just gets thrown down. He just gets thrown down, and then he has, and then he has to see the love of his life be dead. Spike really ends. I mean, Buffy's dead, but mm-hmm. like he's in the worst position. I think. Well, yeah, because he has to survive it, and that's yeah. the thing too with like the whole time. Uh, Buffy is operating under the uh, words of the first Slayer yes. from her vision, which is death is your gift. And it's true because it's like this whole time she's like, I cannot keep doing this. Yep. Like she always has to make the worst decisions, the hardest decisions. And uh, Willow has the titular line in in the first episode. She's like, the, you've had the weight of the world on your shoulders since high school. Yeah. And um, technically, I think the braver thing to do, the harder thing to do in this instance is to kill Dawn and keep fucking fighting knowing yeah. that you killed your sister and having to be that person still. Because if you look at just like like a plain cost-benefit analysis, yeah, Buffy being alive is better for the world than not. Because... But that's not how she operates as a self. Well, no, so exactly. That's, I mean, because she, she's always been a person who sacrifices herself. Yeah. First. Like, that's yeah. that's the kind of person she is. Yeah. Um, And I think here's the other part. Yes. If she stays alive, she could save more people. But she's also stayed alive so much longer than every other slayer. Yeah. She's kind of on bar- borrowed time already. Yeah. And she's her, died already. And her dying 
at this point is not going to start up any oh, more slayers. Not. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, I should have. But yeah. I, I don't think of yeah, so, the future. Because well, now it's on faith. This is a question that comes up, comes up so many times yeah. on the Buffy the Vampire Slayer Facebook group. Um, it's actually really funny because people get so mad when people ask that question. Yeah. Why isn't there a Slayer being brought up when Buffy dies the second yeah. time? And the thread has come up at least 100 times. That's so everyone, so like, like, all caps, is like, just read it! <laughs> um, Buffy dies. Kendra comes up. Kendra dies. Faith comes up. Yeah. Faith. It's now at Faith. Yeah. If Faith dies, someone would come then up. Then someone else. But Buffy... But currently, Faith is in prison. Right. I see what you're saying. I do. I understand what you're saying. I guess... The Buffy that, because Buffy's done that before where she put Willow and Xander ahead of the other people at their school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that's her, I think that's sort of her MO. Yeah. Is to protect her family over the world. Yeah. I mean, she saves the world ultimately. But she wouldn't, yeah. she wouldn't trade Xander's life for the world. Or we've never seen her do anything like that. She yeah, wouldn't save, trade Willow. Yeah. And I mean, I think... And I know that we've hinted at this a lot, but I do think that this kind of decision-making might not be the same kind of decision-making that Buffy of the later seasons would make. Yeah. But there are a variety of things that happen that cause yeah, her yeah, to be yeah. that way. But, um, yeah. I, and she's depressed. She's depressed. And she I mean, like, she does kind of commit suicide. Yeah. No, she does. She, <laughs> I mean. That is what she does. She commits suicide. She, she jumps off of But a it's thing. like a heroic one. Is there yeah, a, it's like a, a martyr. Word for that. It's like a martyr yeah. or suicide. <laughs> a martyr suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone listening is on the same page. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it. It's it, but at the same time, she is so fucking depressed the whole time. I know. Right before she had to save Dawn, she had to. She had to. But also, it is like God. I mean, I would feel the same way if I were her. Like, I'd be like, I cannot continue to do this and if i were to basically kill my sister yep i'd have to live with that and then also still have to be the strongest person in any Mm -hmm. room like that's crazy have lost my mother and broken the last promise i made her yes so yeah i mean i mean yeah she is i guess that's true there was an opportunity for her to make a really hard choice and she picked option c yeah I forgot like the dragon and some of the stuff that. Okay, when the dragon came out, I was like, "All right, (laughs) like I didn't need that." Uh, I would watch a show or like a fifteen-minute episode of like what happens that dragon (laughs) (laughs) goes over the ocean for a bit. (laughs) Where would the dragon want to settle? Like Portland? It's like flying down the street. Oh yeah, dragon's gonna eat me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Also, okay, can I say my worst thing that I felt bad writing down? I felt bad thinking. Okay, because I have something I wrote that that I was felt mean. Okay, mean? Okay, this is minus two. Okay. Should we do it on three? Uh, Can you say yours faster? No, okay. I can't really, but you can go. I feel bad, and I know this is being recorded. Oh, my God, what is it? But I feel really guilty that I had this thought. Dawn's feet look horrible. (laughs) Like no, they looked horrible. Like, they looked ma- okay, horrible. Maybe they're not really Michelle Tractorberg's feet, but whose ever feet they are, yeah, like should have gotten a pedicure yeah. before there was going to be an insert of your feet. Yeah, no, it was. And maybe she was a dancer. 
That could be what, like, oh, maybe she... I think she is a dancer. Okay. She is a dancer. So maybe she we, is... So they could be just be dancer feet, because dancer feet always do. But I was like, girl, like, yeah. some pink nail polish. I don't just know. Like, something. Something to, to... I mean, even no one would know. Like, just a, like... Prosthetic? Prosthetic. <laughs> <laughs> a prosthetic. <laughs> they just have, like, two of those, like, little corpse uh-huh. legs. That are, like... <laughs> You can get them from like cinema secrets. <laughs> um, no, but you were saying they like were, press on nails. Yeah, just like a press on nail. Like yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know, but it was. It's dark enough that you can fake it a little more than what we saw. Yeah, and I got distracted by it. <laughs> like I was like pulled completely out of the episode. Just no. be like, holy moly! <laughs> and I was like, wait, are those supposed to be Don's feet? Yeah, those are Don's feet. And the rest of the it was fine. Once well, it was further away, mm-hmm. but it was that one insert where it's like. You know, when the blood starts to drip mm, and you're yeah. like, and I'm like, ew. ew. <laughs> but if she's a dancer, that probably makes sense. And hey, she's talented. She's got great things going on. Yeah. But her feet did not. It was not a good look for her no. feet. I also, this is, it's interesting because um, if you've watched a lot of Joss Whedon stuff, mm-hmm. you know that he likes to have bare feet yeah. walking around on things. Yes. Not as much as like Quentin Tarantino, maybe. I don't think he fetishizes feet in the same way, right. but I do think that he finds a grace in a woman moving with no shoes on. Yeah, he likes having no shoes. He really likes having no shoes on, like metal grating. I feel like it happens a lot in like, I wonder, Firefly. Okay. Firefly and River. Uh, those feet yeah. are never wearing Isn't shoes. That, I feel like, and maybe it's not on the grating, but I feel like they, they don't wear shoes in Dollhouse, do they? Oh, yeah, they're always wearing bare feet, aren't yeah. they? I think. I got to rewatch. Oh, I can't because Netflix <laughs> took it away. Um, we are in the post Netflixopolis. I know. Netflix. Ne- whatever. I know. There's a better one. Um, um, I think we, that should be a new uh, uh, like uh, segment on our show, though, which is like foot watch. Foot like, watch. Okay. What <laughs> feet are happening? What is the feet sitch? Because they're, I think they're, Buffy is actually pretty footless. Compared to a lot of other Whedon stuff. Yes. I feel like well, they're like I mean, Angel, I think the same thing. They're always tromping around in shoes. They're usually wearing shoes. I don't think we've ever seen Cordelia's feet. Oh, wait. The pedicure. <laughs> yeah, they had one seat. <laughs> one where Harmony was giving her a pedicure. But I feel like Amy Acker, I feel like he has like certain people that he likes seeing. It's like a it's wispy, a- mysterious brunette. Yes. With pale skin is barefoot. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's he definitely has thick uh, archetypes. Uh, yes, because I even think that like body type wise, Angel and uh, Mal have are similar. Mm-hmm. Like they're the characters are not the same, but like there's certain physical archetypes that he goes back. Yeah, to. if you like unfocus your eyes, they yeah. can be the same. Well, I think probably in the early '90s. Uh, David Boreanaz and Nathan Fillion probably auditioned for the same things. I'm sure. Well, was David Boreanaz still like dog walking at that time? Because <laughs> he was like discovered on the street. He wasn't acting at all. He um, had one role in Married with Children. Okay, as like as like, like yeah. he was like a bad boy boyfriend or something. Of course of he was. But he was like discovered on the street because he was just like walking a dog, and someone was like, "You are beautiful. You should be in TV." He got the Married with Children, and then was Angel. Wait, hold on. Yeah, no, this is why the acting is what it is. <laughs> but he is beautiful. He's very beautiful. In the beautiful. beginning of season one, he's... He's like a Greek god. Because we get to see some of that, yeah. which we haven't talked about. 
But you didn't get it on the DVDs, right? Or did you get it? I um well it was I was watching it on Hulu because I watched oh, it last cool. night. Um so I got the like previously ons, which for the gift was from the very beginning. I, I know, loved I that. I love that previously on. Um when you watched stupid Netflix, mm-hmm. um they do that thing where if you're going from one episode to the next, they skip. They're mm-hmm. trying to skip the beginning of the episodes, the like credits. Mm-hmm. So they skip like 30 seconds. So they, I only saw the end of it, and I was like, mm, that ain't right. So, <laughs> so I react. But it is great. Yeah, it's great. <sighs> yeah. Um, I wish more shows would play with the previously on. I yeah. mean, I'm sure it's more work because probably the editor usually does it versus yeah. the writer. But I wish, yeah, I wish people played with it. Because we or, got to see Baby Buffy, Baby Giles. Oh, man, even Baby Cordelia. Angel, Baby Cordelia. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was, it was really fun to see. Um. Because it was, and it had such that feel like everything's coming to this. And we had never seen something like that before. No. And it really did make Buffy's ultimate sacrifice feel like we've now seen an entire arc of a story. Mm-hmm. The thing that I wrote that was kind of mean. Yeah, I want to hear your meanness. Was, um, there are a lot of reasons why I want Tara to get her mind back. Because it's fucking annoying. Because I just don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. You're not wrong Ugh. to not want to see it. She's... I'm sure she's, like, doing her best with what they're, like, the lines and the direction. Yeah. I mean, she didn't seem as horrible as last week. Well, because they mostly just had her quiet in a corner. Yeah, exactly. Which, honestly, I would rather have had her catatonic. Great. Great. Cool. And maybe mad if you touched her. Yes. Fine. Cool. But they're like, <sighs> and then saying cryptic things that have no meaning. That's another thing I feel like. None of that paid off. Yep. I feel like Joss Whedon sometimes says that, too. Mm-hmm. have like cryptic things or dreams and you're just like okay sometimes the dreams work sometimes yeah i don't need because if once someone once a character says something i'm going to assume it has some meaning mm-hmm. but if it's gobbledygook i'm gonna feel tricked i just really like when everything pays off yeah like i love that and i remember actually that kind of happening with firefly too where like there's certain things that like river will like mutter and maybe that's just because the show was canceled but well Yes. And I think River, well, we must do it. <laughs> I, like, I like that we're just assuming everyone listening to this knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, she's coming at it from a, her, her brain isn't just, it's not freshly scrambled. It's not scrambled in the same way. No. Because I feel like Tara, she had her brain sec- sucked out. Yeah. Basically. Basically. Which made her speak gibberish. Mm-hmm. The fact, too, that this was done by magic and in Firefly, Rivers was done by, like, torture. Yes. It, I think that's different. Because then it's, like, the magic thing, I would expect there to be payoff. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's like, oh, well, it's because Glory, as part of this plan to cause all the universes to go together, yes. did this to her. The gobbledygook that she's saying should be, like, pointing Well, and towards. sometimes it does. Like and today's. that's the thing. Yeah. And maybe it does. Maybe there's a website that, like, takes all of Tara's little – it's not this podcast. We're not going to get to it. She um, – I did like that she ripped a cast off her arm. That was pretty With badass. a bare hand. She's just like, <laughs> I got to lift stuff. <laughs> yep. Um, I also liked Willow stepping up as a leader mm-hmm. and Buffy kind of empowering her. Yes. Like, you're strong. You can do this. Because it's true. She is strong. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. Again, this arc for her through these five seasons is great. Yeah. Episode one of this show, in the pilot of this show, she's afraid to talk to Xander. She's sitting at the bronze all by herself. Oh, my God. She has no friends. Yeah. Like, 
She's sh- she goes off with that guy. Remember, she almost gets eaten by a vampire. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, she is, she's a victim. Yeah. And then now she's a badass. Mm-hmm. And she's in love, and she's strong, and she's the leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that arc of hers. Um, And so, like, the, the thing that kind of, like, forces Willow at first to have to be like, all right, I got to take fucking control of this, is that Buffy is catatonic and in her head is just looping. Yeah. And so she's looping between like this uh, image of first she's a child yeah, and Dawn is being brought home. Mm-hmm. That little girl was good. She was really good. Yeah. Um, and then. And we see young Joyce and dad. Yeah. Joyce looks great. Fuck dad. But Joyce looks great. great. Joyce looks great. And then um, Buffy putting a book away in the magic shop. Magic box. And then her looking at her mom's grave. Mm-hmm. That's in her bedroom. Yeah. And, and then. Walking to Dawn's bedroom. Smothering Dawn. Mm-hmm. And just over and over and over. Yep. And Willow trying to get through to her. Yeah. And having trouble. Yeah. The, did you know, uh, the part where she's a little girl mm-hmm. and she's waiting. Didn't it look like the set of Angel, but like more well lit? <laughs> it <laughs> looked like, like uh, one of the apartments or yeah, hotel yeah, yeah, rooms. Yeah. And, it didn't look like a house where Buffy lived. Yeah. But it was, but who knows? Maybe it was just, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was like yeah. what her subconscious created. Yeah, it's like when you have those dreams where you're like, "It's my house, but it's not my house." Yeah, exactly that. Uh, when she's like, "Can I play with her?" Mm-hmm. That's cute. When I w- when my brother was born, I uh, went to his. My parents were in the kitchen, and my brother was in the crib, and I was three at the time. I took him out of the crib, and like, <laughs> like I didn't play with him, but I was like sitting, like holding him, like uh-huh. hanging out, and my parents came in, and they were like super, super scared. <laughs> like uh, I, I've, I I just remember I took him out of the crib but the story in my family goes that like my mom and dad were like approached me like I was a serial killer <laughs> and we're just like Ryan okay we're gonna come closer <laughs> be careful with your brother oh my god he was like a few days old oh my god and what in your head I- you're just like I'm playing yeah I wanna ho- I know how to hold a doll mm-hmm. I can hold a brother that's so cute um, and he was really little. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was little. He was little. It's not like, yeah. Um, <laughs> he survived. I didn't drop him or anything. He's alive and well today. Yeah, he just called me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, uh, when when Buffy is, we get the snippet of conversation between her, uh, mom and dad, and when when Dawn is being brought back home, and I felt like there was like a lot to unpack there where it was like first of all in her memory she is just at home alone yep. waiting while her parents deal with dawn right which is like she's always felt very alone mm-hmm. and like everyone else has to be taken care yeah. of and not her but then when she says like i want to be the baby like that was really sad yeah. because i was like god like she's never going to be able to be that right ever right and, so, and and honestly, the memories that she has of being that are now gone. Mm-hmm. They've been replaced by other memories. Yep. So she does. She was an only child for sixteen, her for twenty years. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't get to remember that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also get that feeling that she, um, when she's like, all I do is hurt the people around me, which I think is a very relatable 
feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we've all felt that at some point, especially when we're feeling low. Yeah, I was like, that's the, how depressed people yeah. think. Okay, well, I feel that a lot. <laughs> um, where I'm just like, why, like, what is it that, like, all I do, y- you know, like, all you do in life is, like, bring people close to you so you can hurt them. Like, that, that, I was having a little episode okay. a couple weeks ago, and that was a thought that yeah. was happening where I was like, all I do is bring people close, but not close enough, and then hurt them. I'm fine now. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm great. I have a coffee. I have water. I feel oh, great. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and I are going to go uh, on a walk after this. <laughs> Is this going to be okay? Um, yeah. No. I think you're – that is a thought I'm sure everyone has had. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it helps Puffy's dark state of mind. No, it doesn't because it's just – it's compounding. It's it. just adding this. And Willow is – I loved that Willow wasn't just like snap out of it. You need to get yeah. back to it. Like, it was like, it's okay yeah. to, it was a very, like, mindfulness, like, way to yeah. think about it. She's like, you're feeling like you want to, like, you you want out of this. That's okay. It's okay to feel like that. And it's okay to feel guilty that, yeah. to feel like that. Right now, we have to figure this out. But mm-hmm. the feelings you're having are okay, which I did like. Right. I mean, that moment with the book, yeah, the moment of her giving up for a second mm-hmm. and the relief that she would feel. I mean... I also feel like that's part of her her aggressive uh, stance that they won't kill Dawn mm-hmm. is a denial of her own knowing that it would be a relief for her. Mm-hmm. That doing it on some level would be selfish. Yeah. And I think also, like, because when she has that moment where she's like, if Dawn were just to die, then it would just be over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I this is a little bit different, but I remember, like, when my grandma was, like, taking a really long time. Mm-hmm. To die, which sounds horrible. No. I mean, she was like just dying for a long time. Yeah, I remember feeling so guilty for having this thought, but I was like, God, if she just like if she just died, yeah, then she wouldn't have to do this anymore. Like our whole family wouldn't have to do this anymore. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking, like, how fucking selfish are you to have that feeling? But I think that's something that everybody feels at some point, right? And I'm sure that my parents have thought that at some point, but they would never tell anyone. Yeah, if they were just like, if she just died in the night tonight. It would be over and she wouldn't have to keep dying, which sucks. Yeah. But I mean, and I feel like that does lead into like suicidal thoughts, right? Uh-huh. Totally. It's like that short-term relief without considering the consequences. Oh, yeah. Because you don't have to deal with the consequences. Mm-mm. Everyone else does. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, we'll see that with the rest of the show. Of Buffy. Oh, yeah. There's definitely consequences there's to fallout. Buffy's, which I think is part of why if the show had ended here, and I'm not arguing that we go back in time mm-hmm. <laughs> and cancel the show, but if the show had ended here, you could imagine the consequences differently. Because mm-hmm. it's still like um, like the roots haven't grown and branched yes. out yet. <laughs> Whereas now we know we know the consequences of this act. So therefore, it's like easier to to judge it in a different light. Like mm-hmm. you see it differently than you would. Probably when you first watched it. Mm-hmm. We have a fake out of Anya dying after the proposal or the non-proposal. Yeah. Okay. I have thoughts about this proposal. Okay. I want to hear them. I just felt like I'm – I guess I'm just very jaded. Mm-hmm. If my boyfriend proposed to me right before the apocalypse would maybe happen, I'd be like – like I like that she was like give me the ring after How about in over? a post-orgasmic glow in yeah. a basement? Yeah. So first of all, post <laughs> post orgasmic glow in a basement when you know that there's going to be the like the chances are that you're both going to die. Yeah. And also like 
even if it's that, like, even away from that thought, like, even away from the thought that, like, like, it's not going to matter because we'll die anyway. Mm -hmm. But, like, the thought of doom makes your mind think things that you normally would not think. So I'd just be like, do you really want to marry me right now? Because I feel like you're just scared and you want to have control over something. So you're going to ask me to marry you. I think, okay, I think that is a pretty cynical take. (laughs) And I think I do have a similar, like, bottom line of the choice to Mm -hmm. propose. But my, I guess my take is more Xander. This is the first woman, really, that Xander's loved. It's true. Yeah. He cared a lot about Cordelia. He cared a lot about Willow, I guess. But, like, this is the first time he really loves someone and he's in this, like, functional adult relationship with him. I think when he sees her, he does see a future with her. And he thinks someday he will be ready to marry her. Yeah. And then someday gets shortened to maybe the next three hours. Yeah. So I think there's a part of it that he's making a decision or a choice or a move. That was way down the field for him. Mm-hmm. And he's up. He's moving up the date. Yeah. He didn't get ready. Yeah. I'm not saying like he's, yeah. he's not he's not at the emotional place that he would hopefully be down the line when he made that. Yeah. When he asked her. But like his timeline got shortened. I think if he could have been like, let's make babies. I feel like he would have done that. Like yeah. whatever. Yeah. I think his timeline got super short and he was like, OK, I got to do the thing. I just keep thinking of a walk to remember. Like he's just a walk to remember. Oh, he's this. totally a walk to remembering it. <laughs> he's like, "You're gonna die. <laughs> Let's get married. Let's get married." Isn't that also so they can have sex? Oh yeah, he wants to fuck her, or she because she's she's like a pre- preacher girl. Yeah, she's a preacher that's girl. like the plot girl. She doesn't listen. She's a preacher girl. <laughs> she's sick. She's a preacher girl who's sassy. She is like a bad boy at school. But she's like so good. She's so like good at the core. She like has this glow. Mm -hmm. She makes everyone else around her better. Mm -hmm. But she, for some reason, she just doesn't like everyone else likes this guy. But she just doesn't doesn't like him. Because she doesn't buy into it. She doesn't believe it. And then he has to admit to her like she's seeing through him. Mm -hmm. And And she's like, that's all I wanted. And and then they go on a couple dates. And then she's like, oh, by the way, I have cancer. Or she Remember, she's like. You have to promise me that you won't fall in love. And he's like, ha, 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 I'm a bad boy. I don't fall in love. And then he's, they go on like one date. And he's like, oops, I'm falling in love. <laughs> that movie's so fucking stupid. It is so, it's so dumb. But I, I was very moved by it when I, I yeah. watched it slash read it. That movie and, uh, and I don't know why I linked them in my mind because I don't think they're, maybe they're both Nicholas Sparks. But the one, oh shoot, what's it called? With Josh Hartnett and Lily Sobieski. Oh my God, wait. Where he like crashes a car in a small town and then he has to like work in the small town because he's like a prep school kid Mm -hmm. and he has to like work in the small town. I think, um, yeah, it's Lily Sobieski is like the girl from the small town. Right. He like doesn't want to mess with him. Yeah. I think she also, I think the reason I like them, I think she also has She's sick. Yeah. I think she has bone marrow, like leukemia. And then she falls in love with Josh Hartnett. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, okay, you can love him because you're going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Because, like, even that? her boyfriend is like, fine. Because yeah, you're, you're, you're dying. dying you're so dying. You so, like, you do whatever you want. Oh, where the home is, where the heart is. Sounds like that. Something uh, like that. Where the camel roams. Man, Josh Hartnett. Remember when he was everywhere? Oh, I thought you were going to say everything because he was at one point. He was, he was everything to he me. He was everything. He had th- those eyebrows were like to die for. His hair, his hair at the time I liked. I recently <laughs> rewatched The Faculty and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> it like sticks up in weird places. Yeah, no. It's too thick. No, there. Listen, 
thick spiky hair <laughs> was the shit i remember like being all about like i remember getting like mad when hair was down i was like what Ill. are you doing ill <laughs> put you- the hair up did you sleep on top of your head? I know, what I was is like, happening? Ew, boring schoolboy look. I'm like, yuck. Do you have a part? <laughs> I know. I don't want to see that your hair can be parted in any way. <laughs> I just want organized chaos. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, yeah. So, so and Anya responds appropriately. Yeah. She's like, hey, uh, you're doing this because of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It's not very romantic. Mm-mm. She doesn't even mention the ba- basement part. No. So she says, hey, mm. once we get through this, I'll wear your ring. Fine. Exactly. When she's like, give me the ring after. I liked I, I Anya was like really awesome in these two episodes. Oh, she's killed it, killing it. Because she's got all the great ideas. Uh-huh. Even mm-hmm. though everybody treats her like shit. Everybody's yep. so fucking mean to her. No, but she's she's thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. She's being smart. And then she has that little speech with Xander where she's like, I used to care about nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I, and it's true. At the end of the third season, there was an apocalypse. And she was like, bye. <laughs> she's like, oh, world doesn't end. Yeah. So, like, she really is in it. She loves Xander. She wants to be part of this team. She wants to be here. So there's a, like, really important arc for her here. And even Willow is nice. I mean, by the end of the episode, is yeah. like, treats her with some respect. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is these are two really good Anya episodes. Also, I was noticing that Ben Okay, so when Ben's like first Ben's like, I gotta get you out of here, we gotta go. Yeah. And he's like trying to be like surreptitious with her, but he's still wearing that fucking velvet robe. I was like, anyone like any of the uh like uh what's it called people? The trolls. Trolls from far away can now tell that yeah. you're well and honestly the best move is like, Don, the way out of here is this way. Do not tell me. Which yes. direction you're going? Just go. Just go. Tell me nothing about where Why you're is headed. Why going with her? He's an idiot. Because he's an idiot. And he's maybe, an idiot. maybe he's starting one. Or and Gloria is in him fighting. Right. 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 And maybe he's starting to crumble because he does eventually crumble. He, he does. does eventually agree to sacrifice Gloria's life. Uh, Don's life price. Though it's not clear if the world is going to go to apocalypse. Yeah. And Gloria is going to ascend to another dimension. What's going to happen to him? Yeah. He's Why does shell. he think his body is going to be okay? He's an idiot. He's an idiot. Like, like he, is his body going to fall from the, the big, like, rip in the continuum yeah. and just, like, hit the ground and he's going to be okay? Like, you're a meat sack, buddy. I know. And the fact that he even believes her when she's like, I'll, like, give you a good setup. You'll be immortal. You won't even care about this stuff anymore. Yep. Why does, like, she has no reason no. to follow through on that. And if you're, honestly, you know who should have committed suicide? Ben. Yeah. Bench. No, he, he should have murdered. He should have martyred suicide. Martyr suicide. Mar- <laughs> Why is it hard to say? We said it well the first. Martyr suicided himself. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I really like Doc. I know he's no. He. I like him. He's a really good creepy yeah. guy. I sort of. We don't get like a death shot of him or anything, right? No. I mean, we just hear we him see, fall. We hear, see him fall, but so did Spike. Yeah. Uh he's awesome. I yeah. loved Spike's little smile when Xander kills Doc. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Because they usually hate each other, but they kind of like it. Yeah. Um, what was in that box again? <laughs> the box had oh, an God. item. Didn't no, it? No. Or it was a box. I, don't th- I think it was papers inside the box. Papers. I th- the, I, the box is what got, let 
Giles know that they had to kill Don. So I think it was That's directions like, for how to close the yes, the portal. It was like what the <laughs> ritual is going to entail. So you want to close a portal. Yeah. <laughs> Here are five steps in an easy brochure. <laughs> um, yeah. It was – Doc was – okay, Doc is awesome, but he also, like, really telegraphed where – Yeah. That information was. Because mm-hmm. it's not like – I mean, he's a badass demon. Like, it's not like Spike and Xander are going to be able to torture him. Yeah, and, like, first of all, his apartment is not Marie Kondo, like, friendly. It is, like, so dirty. There's, like, shit everywhere. If And just, like, items everywhere. Yeah. So if he was just, like, If he normal, was smarter. Like, if he just acted normal – there's so many items. It's like, I mean, or through suspicion, mm-hmm. like grab a dragon's ball and dragon yeah. sphere. Yeah. And like, know. yeah. And pretend it. Yeah. Like misdirect them. But instead he's like very awkwardly standing in front of the item. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. He was like very nervous. And <laughs> we can't say that if I were very nervous, I wouldn't do that too. But yeah. I mean, it just, it, he deserved to be had this sort through him yeah for that move both of these episodes have great endings Mm -hmm. the moment of giles saying we have to kill don Mm -hmm. especially because the whole arc of that episode feels like until you know that final moment that it's about buffy realizing that she needs to fight yeah and that she may be able to save don that it's not that just because she had that feeling like she's back and ready to fight Mm-hmm. And then she finds out that the only way for her to achieve one of her goals is to lose the other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's such a... I love uh, kind of... That kind of narrative twist is so earned. Because mm-hmm. it's what all along we've known. That yeah. Dawn is dangerous and kind of expendable. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I think that's something that we've... <clears throat> like, when you said we've all known that, it's true. Like, it's just... We were like, mm, maybe they'll find some other way. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's her sister. We're yeah. not going to watch a show where a sister has to decide whether or not to murder her sister. <laughs> nope, we're watching that show. Also, the moment, the, a part where I cried was when Buffy, like, snaps back. Yeah. And then instantly starts crying. Like yeah. that, I was like, oh my God. And then Willow just holds her. Yeah. And that was really. And that was a really good Willow-Buffy moment. because. We haven't had a ton of them. No. This season. Um, you know, obviously, but uh, Willow was there for her when Joyce died and stuff. But, I mean, Willow's her best friend. Yeah. And we really felt that here. Yeah. Um, oh, there's so many. Like, I forgot how much I loved these two episodes until I was watching them. I was like, oh. And I took hardly any notes on the gift. Me too. I have. I was like, one, I two, just three, four. love it. Um. And that opening, oh God, talk about a throwback. So we get the I loved we get the, that. <sighs> Dark alley. Yeah. Just like a one-on-one vampire fight. Mm-hmm. And she gets rid of the vampire as we, she always does. She's quipping. She's quipping. Oh. It made me miss the quips so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like we haven't gotten quips since like maybe Buffy versus Dracula. Yeah. Like, it's been so long since we've heard some good quipping. Yeah. So she's quipping. She what is it she says in return when he when when at the end and he's like you're just but you're just a girl? What does she say? And she's that's what I keep telling everybody. Yeah, yeah. Or no, that's what I keep saying. Yeah, I love that. It's perfect mm-hmm. because she has been saying that. Mm-hmm. 
pretty much steadily from the very beginning <laughs> of the show. Pilot. <laughs> when she was like, I just want to be normal. I'm just going to go hang out at the bronze and meet Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah. So it, it is. and But she was never just a girl. Since no. we've known her. And... Yeah, and and so then she goes back in, and they're like, "What's up?" But she's like, "Ah, there's a vampire. I just get rid of it." Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Back to it. Read it to me again. Read it me again. I'm, let's just ignore the idea that Don could be Bernard." And Giles is like, "No, we're not ignoring it. Mm-hmm. That's the reality." Um, I was reading uh, an article or an interview with James Marsters, mm-hmm. and it was like when they were interviewing like everybody from the series um, on AV Club for yeah. Buffy, Buffy Slays Twenty. And he was saying that um, he learned so much acting-wise from Anthony Stewart Head, mm-hmm. who was given the most thankless role, which is exposition guy. Yep. And he has, like, the most boring things to say and, like, most, like, business things to say, but he makes them compelling. Yes. And it was, like, in this moment where, where Mubby's like, explain to me why we have to kill Don. <laughs> and he had to, like, go through and, like. But he does it. And you bu- you buy it. You buy it. He's so great. Ugh. I can't wait to buy that Entertainment Weekly with all the pictures of them yes. all grown up. I have a question. Yeah. So um, in the part where – oh, it is the second episode because it's after she finds out they have to kill Dawn when they're in the back room together. Yeah. And he – basically they're both telling each other like I'm going to do what I have to do. Yep. And she's – like because she knows that if it comes down to it, Giles is going to kill Dawn. Yep. And – he knows that if she catches him trying to get Dawn, yeah. she's going to kill him. Yep. So I thought that was uh, – I really liked that. Yes. And it, that's also where she's talking about how fighting is all fighting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ugh. It's all loss. <laughs> it is. <sighs> um, once we get to the the site mm-hmm. of uh, the portal, uh, it, Buffy's plan really comes into action. Yeah. Yeah. So they distract. They get Glory to fight Buffybot. Yes, who quips? Mm-hmm. They yeah. They taught Buffybot some things. Mm-hmm. Um. Meanwhile, Willow gets Tara's head back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xander and Anya do some fighting, and Anya gets hit by some bricks. Mm-hmm. They really make us think Anya's dead. Yeah, that would have been well, a yeah. bummer. It would have been, and she does it like shoving Xander out of the way <sighs> because she loves him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about Doc and Spike on the top of the thing. Mm-hmm. Buffy just like throws Doc over the side. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "This will be interesting." <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of my favorite kind of Buffy moments, where like some old man is like, "Oh, mm-hmm. let's have a fight," and she's like, "This isn't even a match. It's yeah. over. It, it was- isn't about you." <laughs> yeah, and it was over before we even started this. Yeah, bye. It was so, like, uh, frustrating in a good way watching Buffy try to get up that fucking tower yeah. while oh, Glory's such a fighting good fight. her. My God. It was a really good fight. Um, though there were definitely moments of, like, where you could see the stunt double. Yeah. There was, like, a part where she's climbing up the pole with just uh-huh. her hands. I was like, that is so a stunt double. Stunt double. Um, same thing with uh, Spike's. Done double at a certain point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have hired a very like he looks like a football player, mm-hmm. like a thick, like strong dude mm-hmm. to be Spike Sun double. And I'm like, mm, yeah, not quite. <laughs> I did like though that so, uh, uh, Willow, mm-hmm. uh, 
is kind of dealing with the ground troops at this point because yeah. Buffy is like kind of up, like trying to get up to the yeah. tower. Um, and they know that Dawn is up there. And so Willow is like, all right, well, the next strongest fighter is Spike. So he's going to have to get up there. And she like telecommunicates with him and says, That's basically, so cool. It was awesome when she's Which, like, go now. And he yeah. just, he does it. He just does it. He takes her face. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And she parts the seas, yes. which is awesome. And he just starts running up there. So good. <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah, it was really, it was really good. Um, and then Glory does fall to her Ben. Mm-hmm. Bendeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, Giles stands over Ben's broken body. Well, yeah, because Buffy, do you think Buffy knew, like, deep down that, like, if Some- I leave him here, someone will kill him? I don't know. I think she was so focused on saving Dawn. Because mm. what did she think was going to happen? Did she know what – because she didn't know what she was going to do until she got up there. Mm-hmm. So she felt like she had separated Dawn and Glory – or Ben and Glory? Well, she was like – remember, she was just like, uh, get out of here, and I never want to see you again. You guys better get out of here. Oh, did she – oh, maybe she thought she was going to stop it before the portal opened. Maybe she still believed – the portal wasn't going to open. Because I think does- at that point, yeah, she did. Okay, she didn't so know she that was she was like, cut. She was like, Ben, take Glory. Which, Glory kills people. Mm-hmm. Like, in order for Glory to keep her head straight, she has to suck the brains out of people. Mm-hmm. I think that at this point, Buffy is, like, kind of like the character that we see um, uh, in a lot of Western... Um, stuff where it's like the sheriff that's like just not in my town yeah type of thing which that makes sense for what she does what you were saying in terms of like the cost benefit analysis of saving Dawn Mm. versus saving all of the people that she could help if she was still alive Mm -hmm. she chooses Dawn yeah Um, but yeah but of course Ben is never going to leave Sunnydale no he is not long for this world and he just gets like suffocated yeah with his blood and mouth yeah Blood and mouth. <laughs> His nose and mouth get covered, but it's like, you know, blood is like dripping back yeah. in. Yeah. He's probably drowning. He's probably choking blood. on, yeah. Um, um, because Giles isn't a hero. I but loved that line when he, he says, say? uh, well, he's like, Buffy's a hero. She's not like us. Oh, so good. And Ben's like, us? Uh, uh? <laughs> Maybe that was his audition. <laughs> I mean, because that would be the thing. If you audition with Anthony Stewart Head, you probably. A get, high tide rises all boats. Yeah, exactly. You get every part because <laughs> yeah. it's like you seem so amazing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, Giles puts him down because, and Giles has always been more of a killer than Buffy. Oh yeah, we've known that. Yeah, where he's very much more of a like mm, whatever it takes to get the job done type yep. of guy, mm-hmm. like big picture versus small. Totally. Um, except I think when his when it comes up to his love of Buffy, yes, because I think he would make i don't think i can't imagine what would have to be happening for him to kill buffy i don't know if he'd ever do it i mean if it was literally apocalypse and she was causing it she was like going crazy and causing it or it was like this portal thing like some dumb portal which it was funny because i was thinking about all the finales we've kind of done this before this is a lot like the end of season two (laughs) oh yeah because Angel's blood opens that portal. Mm-hmm. And then in order to close the portal, Angel has to go back through. Uh-huh. So either it's great continuity because mm-hmm. we know that's how portals work. Yeah. Or they're just like, mm, let's try it again. 
<laughs> um yeah oh my god <laughs> Sorry, i just did the angel handout moment uh, after he gets stabbed close your eyes uh, <laughs> yeah um so yeah so uh, i think okay who made you the saddest whose reaction to dead buffy on the ground made you saddest i mean probably spike for me it's a tie between spike and giles mm, i could see that i think for me with spike it's like she was in some ways, like, the only good thing about him. hmm And so he's back lost. Yeah. I mean, though, this whole speech makes me cry. And the yes. part that makes me, makes me, like, go from tears to, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I don't know if I did this time. I was crying a lot this time. But uh, the headstone. Yes. The headstone always hits me so hard yes. because you know that those people that we just saw on the ground had to like pick out what to say. Yeah. And they picked the perfect thing. And it's so true. She saved the world a lot. She's mm-hmm. a, what is it? Devoted friend, beloved sister. Or wait. Sa- de- beloved? Yeah, I think it is. Beloved sister, yeah. devoted friend. Yeah. yeah. And then she saved the world a, a lot. lot. She did. And the thing is, they kept like her quippiness alive with that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, oh. yeah. Um, but no, everyone is very sad. I mean, Everyone's I think really it, sad. it's easier to not be as sad for Willow and Tara and Xander and Anya because they have each other in that moment. Yeah. They don't seem so alone. Everyone, like, yeah. Whereas, like, because they're, they're and, which I'm sure that Willow is feeling this very deeply. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to discount her feelings, but in that shot, mm-hmm. because they're like, they have a person. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, Giles and Spike are on their own. Giles, and I love the difference between how Giles and Spike process it. Mm-hmm. Because Spike is, like, you know, Spike is all drama yeah. all the time. So uh-huh. he's, like, like rolling on the ground Yeah, crying. he's halfway in some light. Yeah, he's, like, he made sure <laughs> to get, like, the perfect lighting. He, like, blew a little cloud of, like, ash in the air so he'd, like, be perfect. And then Giles is, like, standing yeah. but so heartbroken. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was so effective. It was so good. Um, and poor Dawn had to climb down that whole tower by herself. I know everyone's just <laughs> with those stupid feet. Oh my god! So with her ouchy feet, <laughs> she's like climbing down. The hardest thing in this world is to live in it. Be brave, live. It's true. It's it very true. Hard. But also, there's like good things about living. There are. I think it's again if we go back to Buffy since her mom died has been depressed. Yes, there have been times where the hardest thing to do in this world is to live in it really like hit me Mm -hmm. and this time i was like oh dude she was depressed Mm -hmm. like that's not that's not like functional thinking yeah like i have definitely had thoughts like that yeah sure but i was not in a good place yeah exactly they weren't like good that was not like a sign of health yeah um so yeah so there have been times where i've heard that and i've been like oh buff but it is true that like the hardest thing in the world is to live in it just because like everything you experience in your life that's hard is in this world and it's all part of living but it does discount. It's a weird a thing to say of... when you're about when you're sacrificing your life. Yeah, because <laughs> you're choosing the thing that isn't living in it. Yeah, and you're saying yeah, exactly. And you're saying to the other person like you got to be brave because yeah, because look what happens. <laughs> sometimes people kill themselves yeah. in your in front of you. Sometimes right your here. sister. I mean, okay, I am. It is a martyr suicide. It is, and I I'm not trying to discount the level of her- heroism that is sacrificing your life in order to close a portal in which dragons earthquakes 
uh, lightning bolts. I also like they have like that one shot of the other dimension. <laughs> it was like alien. It was like alien. It was so cool. But it was so weird because like, so it 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 like the lightning like strikes some kind of White House looking place. Yes. But I guess not the White House. Not the White House. <laughs> Turns into demon dimension. Yes. With aliens. With like they're all leaning out the window and being like, ah! Yeah. It's really like, <laughs> which was cool. It was cool, but I did laugh. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, and dragons. And dragons. Or dragon. There's one. You can, I mean, oh. that we know of. The last dragon. The last dragon. It's sad. Maybe he can go find King Kong and they can talk about it. Oh, my God. Kelly really liked King Kong's Skull Island. I had feelings about it. <laughs> um, It's like a really tough. I don't know. I feel like we haven't talked about so many things of it, but I, it was it was all really good. Yeah, <laughs> like there's nothing to like pick apart. There aren't even even ugly outfits. No, there were not ugly outfits. Okay. Well, the dress that uh, Don had to wear was not cute. I mean, yeah, they were not cute, but that's like ceremonial garb. What do yeah. you expect? Yeah, yeah. And then Buffy's boots were kind of clumpy. Okay, when she was <laughs> okay, when she's like angry punching that like punching bag. Yeah. And at first, you don't see her shoes. No. And then it panned back. All I could see were the shoes. Yeah, I was like, like, shoes. Shoes. I mean. They were too chunky. They were a little too chunky. <laughs> they were like flared out at the bottom of the heel. I'm like, what is happening? They were like <laughs> creepy creepers. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> mm. um, yeah. There is a sense. I can't imagine what it's like when you're watching this. Yeah. Because at this point, you knew there was going to be more. Or you didn't when you watched it. I don't know. <laughs> no way to know. Um, well, I just don't know how long it would take me to find out. When Doc was like doing the shallow cuts and like whispering mm-hmm. shallow cuts, shallow cuts, there is something so creepy about like cuts not intended to kill. Yes. Yes. Ugh. Well, and the idea of just like how long it takes for someone's blood to run out like that. Like from just shallow. Cut. Oh. It's like death of a thousand cuts. I wonder how long it was until someone got Dawn first aid. Yeah, they're well, they're really sad about Buffy. Yeah, they had to stand over Buffy for a long time. Also, how do you like treat that out in the field? You just have to like push on it, huh? Um, it depends on what your kit is, right? Because if you have like glue, you would just like Great. glue it together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the doctor does now, too, right? Yeah, I think they use glue. Um, <laughs> like what do you look up? Like, did they know at the <laughs> end? <laughs> I'm trying to or, like when they dropped the news that they were renewed. I mean, because here's the thing. UPN. I feel like it happened. If this was a show that happened in the last 10 years, you could Google it and the news story from when it happened would show up. Mm-hmm. But we are not in that place. They moved to UPN after this, right? Yes. But then um, at the time, wasn't Angel still on Fox? Yeah. That is so weird. Isn't that weird? And that's why there's like so many fewer crossovers. In fact, oh, okay. There's one. There's one. But there is a there is an opportunity for a crossover where you see the back of someone instead of a crossover. Uh-huh. Which is yeah. dumb. No, you see like three quarter shot of their behind, <laughs> like the, the hair. And you're supposed to believe it. Yeah, and I'm like, you got to be goddamn kidding me. I know that person's <laughs> hair. This is not that person's hair. <laughs> like I've been watching that person's hair evolve. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, Willow's hair looks great. Yes, she's at peak hair right now. Her hair is bomb. Like I was watching it, being like, can I do this hair? Yeah, I mean, her hair is part of the reason why I'm growing up my bangs right now, which oh, is oh, interesting, an endeavor. In and of it, like right now, it is at its worst length. 
Yeah. Which is like so frustrating. I just look like Dean from Gilmore Girls. Like, okay, just, stop it. Here's the thing. You don't look that. I know that it's frustrating you. I know you don't like them in your face, but it looks cute. It looks just like a side sweat bang. Do not do a cornrow right now. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I don't, <laughs> you don't like being told what to do, but like for real. No, because I knew deep down that I was doing something wrong. <laughs> uh, there's no way to know. There's no way to know. This is like so annoying. To me. <laughs> Ryan just threw her phone down and right, put her hands so maybe over they her didn't face. know. But either way, whether you knew or not, you see this episode. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, what is there to say? Yeah. And then and it's also like, well, now what? Yeah. So the show's just going to be about a hellmouth without a slayer? And even the, I, I think there was, because this still was the time where, like, yes, Jenny Callender had been killed off. Yes. Like, but I think that there still was like, well, if it continues, like, they'll just bring her back. But I don't think people understood, like, what exactly was going to happen in the next season. Well, sure. Of course not. Mm-hmm. But. It does feel pretty final. It does. And especially, like, uh, oh I mean, God. just what a great way to end the series. Who could have known that they were just going to have Buffy Bot develop feelings and it be like an AI story? Yeah. And the then it was like seasons. what it constitutes human. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like proto Westworld. Yeah. I mean, and Buffy Bot and Xander's romance. Like, was so they, unexpected. So unexpected. Like, the like, fact that they become a throuple with Anya is That is crazy. Because like, you would think Anya wouldn't want to share. But right. But when she confesses that she's always had a thing for Buffy. Well, and remember, physically. like, I think the Easter egg at the beginning when Buffy Bot asks about Anya's money and Anya oh, loves it. Like, that was, like, right. the beginning of their, I like, that attraction. Was the I mean, yeah, when was the... It's amazing. Anya slash Buffy Bot. Do you think? Yes. That there is? I feel oh, like if it exists in the yeah. internet? I'm sure. I'm sure every like, permutation. A lot? Or... Because no. I feel like there's certain ones that it's, like, hard to find them, I bet. <laughs> Like, if you were to look like on your slash Buffy body, that'd be really hard. <laughs> There's ones that are really hard to find, I would think. <laughs> one would think. Someone told me. Um, I bet that one is a rare a rare pair. Is that what that's called? I, I didn't. Rare There's pairing? no way that I made that up. Uncommon pairing. Unconventional Well, there's pairing? unconventional. You see it means unconventional, which means, like, what we're talking about. Okay. Because, hey, guess what, guys? That was a bit. Mm-hmm. That was a bit. It doesn't happen. <laughs> or doesn't. Um, How much of it? There's always a kernel of truth in the best crafted lies. I think that's something that... It's important to remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think every, any, any coupling that didn't happen on the show is unconventional. You mm-hmm. see. Um, and then anything like Buffy Bot and Anya. That's rare. It's probably rare pair. Now, here's a question. Mm. Do you think Spike Buffy Bot is a conventional couple? I guess it is, right? Because it is because it happened on screen. That's so but weird. Like Spike, Buffy, and Buffy Butt. I'm sure is oh, unconventional. Uh, yeah, it's unconventional, but, but it's for sure there. That might be like, is it the most common? <laughs> <laughs> or what about you? Know what there probably is? What Buffy Spike Butt? Someone's written that. Yeah, I'm sure. It's like a she has a secret. It's her secret. Bot. And then and then um uh there's like I'm sure there's a moment where it's like similar to in on the show where yeah. Spike pretends to be the bot. And she's, oh, like, she's like, oh, my God, it's, like, weirdly better? Like, what's, what's happening? happening? And then Spike. he confesses. Confesses. And then Spikebot is jealous. And then the way that they have to compete is a fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Um, you read this. I think you? I read it. <laughs> um, I bet, though, okay, now I'm trying to really think what is the most common UC pairing for Buffy. So UC means it was never on screen. And there's no season See, that's the it? question. Like, is... What does what, that mean? Like, what is what? Like, you see. Like, so... Oh, it's unconventional. Yeah. Oh, no. Unconventional couple. Right. Well, so here's my question, But I, maybe it's not... Maybe it's uncanon couple. Wouldn't that be non-canon? But I feel like it's you see. All right. <laughs> if this doesn't work either, I quit. My phone <laughs> is going in the trash. Okay. I found a, a website called... Oh, my God. And it's a Buffy-themed one. A website that has fanfic terms. Great. Um, and it's called Fanged. It's on, uh, this is, the source for this is fangedfor.com. Okay. Do you know who that four, is? Number four? Yeah. No, I don't know who that is. You can guess if you think hard. Well, I mean, I know it's like the original, like, yeah. the four vampires. Oh, I thought you meant, do I know who runs this website? And I was like, <laughs> no, I don't. Does your friend run this Okay. <laughs> your friend Ryan Mogi runs this website. Do you know who that is? It's me. Do you know Ryan? <laughs> um, it's low in the thing because it's a you. Unconventional relationship, aka UC pairing, a non-canon relationship. I.e. Spike Angel, Spike Xander, Anya, Angel, Anya, etc. Anya Angel? Oh. Oh. I mean, maybe. I wonder if there's a website that collects only, like, UC ships. I'm sure there is. It's and not like, just, like, AO3 slash, like, <laughs> UC Buffy. No, but, like, I'm sure there's a website for just, like, hard-to-find ships. The hardest. But then it would be, like, there's so many fandoms. Yeah, it would be overwhelming. Yeah. I'm sure there's, like, I'm sure... There's some like GeoCities website that's like dedicated to one of those for UC just Buffy. Or you think all? I can't. Be, I can't imagine it's like all cup all shows. No, it would be there's impossible. But I bet there's a bet website that's just about like Buffy fan fiction. That is things because we haven't even talked about like AU fan fiction with like crossover and stuff. No, like you take the characters. Maybe they're not vampires. I've read some of those. Maybe they're in I've high school. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're in college. Maybe they maybe run a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they're not like, magical or they're... Yeah, or yeah. like or they're, they're magical in a different way. Or like yeah. Buffy's a vampire and Angel's a slayer. Mm-hmm. Which is a whole nother way to like... Because there's nothing canon about that. No. <laughs> like, no. I feel like those kind of stories are ways for people to write, create, do creative writing. With like, like with mapped tra- out characters. Yes, like have training wheels. Like not, ha- not be as scared. Mm-hmm. And also a built-in audience. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you wrote just like a story about some people who ran a coffee shop, yeah. it would be harder to get people to read yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But then um, here you get to like have all of the like ideas that everybody has about all those characters already projected onto them. So mm-hmm. you're just like, well, I don't have to spend all that time getting to like this character. Yeah. You like them already. You're going to like give me comments and mm-hmm. like kudos. Comments? Kudos. I was like, it's something. I was like, it's something with it. Mm-hmm. Give me some kudos. <laughs> yeah. I think that probably the most popular, because what do you think about Angel Spike? Do you think that's canon? That's the thing. I think it kind of, I mean, and nothing ever happened explicitly on yeah. screen. So does that what that mean? Like, so uh, unconventional, even if it didn't happen explicitly on screen, but was hinted at, is that unconventional? I would say Joyce and Giles hooking up in band candy mm-hmm. is canon. Yes. Joyce and Giles hooking up. Any other time, not Is, canon. Ah, I would say okay, like so. Okay. If you did a story from like first season of Giles and Joyce like making out, yeah, then that would be a UC story. I see. Okay. Whereas if you wrote it, Ben Kitty, um, interesting. Because I think the things that are you could write a story that is unconventional, 
but could, but doesn't necessarily like go against what happens in the show. Ex- it could be like, like canon- Kanye and Buffy Bot could be canon. <laughs> well, it, isn't it like canon compliant is something? Oh, where it's that like, is another thing. Where it's like it could technically work. Could work if you mm-hmm. think about it. So mm-hmm. I, so now that we're talking about, definitely, I think the biggest you see has to be Spike Angel. It has to be. It has to be. It has to be. I would be, be shocked if it, it has to be. Because who else? Who cares? Nobody cares. What, if like, you have them. Oh, my God. Together? What if someone's like Xander and Buffy? <laughs> <laughs> their um, number one all-time ship i'm i feel like there are a lot of people that no probably do that i'm sure currently no, i feel like maybe not during currently season i one, feel like like in 1998 oh. i feel like there were seven of them okay yeah oh did you 2000 no i'm thinking 2017 viewers of buffy having seen the whole thing probably not probably not maybe say, if you've only seen the first season and you're like oh who knows it could happen they're friends he's cute he is cute i mean angel's really cute though Anytime he walks in a room, you can't look at anything but him. Especially, like, in season one. Season one, he's so young. He's so, like, just oh, so pretty. so pretty. He's like a narcissist. Uh-huh. The, the Greek god. He is, like, narcissist. Yeah. Not a Nar- uh, narcissist. <laughs> I think it's narcissist. Oh, narcissist. Isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, we're going to be moving into season six. It's yep. be crazy. It is going to be crazy. Um, I feel like, uh, this is one of my favorite seasons. I'm really, uh, I loved Glory. I uh-huh. loved, uh, there were a lot of very strong standalone episodes yeah. in this season. Um, and I'm excited to see kind of the fallout of like having to change, uh, networks, thinking yeah. that you're canceled, but then being on a new network and like having totally. to, like, okay, well, we had wrapped everything up. Yeah. So like, there was what? a bow on this shit. There was a gravestone on this shit. Yes. There's a gravestone. Um, I think it's, I, I would say that, yeah, this is one of my favorite seasons. We are now past all five of my top five seasons of the show, mm-hmm. I will say, but I am excited because I've never really spent any time talking about individual episodes from season six, except for maybe the musical. So there's a part of me that's like really excited about this yeah. next chapter for us because like we've now moved, we're going to have two hours of talk. A week or every other week mm-hmm. about these episodes that I don't think I've talked to anyone about before. Like, I think we're going to yeah. get deep. I, I don't think, think I've ever talked to. Yeah, no, I've never talked to anybody about, especially because uh, like there are some standalone episodes from season seven that I do uh-huh. like. Actually, I think there's probably just one that I really like uh, conversations with dead people. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, But yeah, I don't think. And there's a lot of like intense shit that happens in the season. So six. much stuff happens. So I'm really excited to like yes. really dig deep with yeah. you. There's, yeah, there's going to be more outfit talk. So much outfit talk. <laughs> and there's going to be introduction of some like fun new characters. I'm totally excited. Yes. Um, but yeah, we are over halfway done. Yeah. We, this was our 50th episode. Holy Shanowskis. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. It's cuckoo. But it's been a very fun ride and i can't wait for the rest of it yay um yeah so we are going to be oh right because we're kind of out of order right with like angel yeah but i think we um it's still in order everything's in order um the only thing i did that we are we're gonna talk about this on the the (laughs) phone uh uh episode 55 i put in i put tabula rasa smashed and And wrecked wrecked. all together and put once more it's feeling by itself because there's kind of an arc that's going on in those yes. three episodes. Yes, that is worth just like let's do let's it. Let's do it. It has I to mean, be together. Maybe we even invite some friends in. Yeah, we get serious because yeah. we have a lot to talk about in those. 
And so that way, when we get to the end of season seven, it'll be like Angel 4 will have already been done. Yeah. Then. Great. We'll get to say goodbye to Buffster. Yeah. Oh, goodbye, Buffy. But not yet. Not yet. We still have so much to do. We still have a lot to do. Um, Great. Um, I think we've said everything we have to say about these episodes. I mean, honestly, we could just have a podcast where we talk about these episodes because there is stuff to say. There's but still I feel more. Like, but I feel like I've talked about my reactions this viewing of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so next time, it'll be an episode of Tall, Dark, and Broody where we talk about heartthrob and that vision thing. That vision thing. Mm-hmm. And then after that, when we get back to Buffy, it's bargaining part one and bargaining part two. Awesome. Um, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Hellmouthy and also our Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Nuji. You can follow Ryan on Instagram and Twitter at Armogi. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, we love you. Um, I think we've gotten some new listeners and we've gotten some really nice fan mail. That was really nice. Um, thank you for stick sitting through stick, sitting through this with us. Like this has been such a awesome trip. I like it. I yeah, I look forward to this all week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I guess this is it. <laughs> no, it's not it. It's not it. We're still doing the podcast. We're still doing the podcast. I just we're done today. Yeah, we're done today. I guess that's what it is. is I'm not going to see Kelly for like five hours. I know. <laughs> no, maybe maybe less. Maybe more. Maybe more. It might be until eight. But then mm. I'll see you tonight. It'll be fine. We'll see each other tonight. We just volunteered to do a task together. <laughs> we did. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we're definitely going to hang tonight. All right, dude. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.